on this episode of the AIE Podcast. The nomads had their hands in so many games. <laughs> zombies. Remember zombies? <laughs> They're bad. I remember. Sotor is digging deeper. And the Tales of Tribute Tournament in ESO is right around the corner. And we have Abavan to talk to us about AIE in Final Fantasy XIV. Woohoo! Hi! Hi! All that Hi. and more coming up right now. Bringing you the latest news from the AIE gaming community from planet Earth and beyond. This is the AIE Podcast. All right, strap in. This is going to be a long one. Welcome to episode yep. 391 of the podcast celebrating you, the Aaliyah Ioctaest gaming community. The die has been podcast. I am Tetsemi. And to my right, and a couple states over, is Mewcow. Greetings, island castaways. <laughs> Accurate. And to my left and upstairs is Makala. Hey guys, there's some lemon bars and some stale birthday cake in the guild <laughs> kitchen. Accurate. This week, we're also joined by a special guest, Abavan, who is here to talk to us about AIE and Final Fantasy XIV. Welcome, castaway. <laughs> Hello. Did you... Uh... Plant your crops today? Did you yes, water your crops? And, and I watered my crops today. Did you, did you share your sheep? Be right back watering crops. Yes. Did I, you, uh, get, uh, did, I petted did you the sheep your... and I and I sheared the sheep. Yes. And did you get it? It's uh, it's um it's uh, love droppings. I did. I got its leavings and I sent out my work orders and I sent out my expedition in the granary. So yes. Mm-hmm. And yeah. chop chop. Good stuff. So we are ready to talk about island. The Island Sanctuary with an MMO attached onto it. We're ready to go. Yeah. Uh, we'll get into it, but I honestly think they're just using Final Fantasy fourteen for testing Final Fantasy sixteen content. But regardless, Abba, what have you been up to in or out of game lately? Well, breaking news, I just rearranged my dining room. In game or out so of game? So I... <laughs> Um, out of game, as in okay, upstairs. because like, in, oh yeah, like, like that way. Okay, <laughs> that way, and um, the Nanama way. Yes, and uh, um, because uh, my kids are doing um, uh, they're, they're doing a virtual school again because you know we were very very happy with that. So I got them brand new desk, and they wanted to be neighbors to each other. So that sort of threw the whole idea of where we're sticking their desks. So um. We had to rearrange our upstairs. So my muscle hurt and my show notes um, are abbreviated. So this is going to be the uh, Final Fantasy fourteen show where we wing it. <laughs> hey, all right. I mean, that's normal. Just normally we have a yeah. thing to wing it from. Well, normally so. I write the show notes. I write the show notes and then I completely ignore them and talk to whatever, whatever I want to exactly, talk about. Exactly. So. Okay, <laughs> we're just going to write to the ignoring whatever's written and just talking whatever we want to talk about. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> All right. So, McCullough, what have you been up to? Tell us um, about the dice in Salem. 
The dice in Salem. Um, number one, I turned old. That was fun. Um, <laughs> uh, let's see. Um, I have not gamed as much as I'd like to because you know how it is sometimes you have multiple games scheduled in a week and nothing happens. Yeah, that was that week, this mm-hmm. week, but mostly because I worked a lot. A lot. Um, but uh, what we did do, though, is we finally made it to the terrifying um, uh, Jedi Temple. Um, that we believe has some, uh, a library and some holocroms that we can actually use to get trained because, you know, you have three untrained force users. Um, we're kind of a liability right now, <laughs> kind of an open signal to anybody who can tap onto the force because we don't know what we're doing. Right. Um, but that Jedi temple was corrupted. Of course it was. So, of course it was. So first of all, somehow we, um, split the party. Um, we had two members like go off, not go off. It wasn't on the, on their record. They were up front and then there was a landslide kind of down into the depth of this temple and the others of us were able to avoid that. Um, so we did eventually meet up, but pretty much as they were being attacked by the revenants, revenants of these Jedi children that were massacred, because that's what happens in a Jedi temple by a corrupted, um, Jedi Padawan. So good times. And then once we got through that, um, we made our way to the actual library where we were told if we want to enter the library, we have to first face a trial. And our DM had asked us all ahead of time, um, what is your character regret? (laughs) Well, regrets I've had a few. Then Uh again, seven and a half pages. Um, Right. Also known as so, giving your DM fodder. Oh, yeah, I know. I did that ages ago when I said my mother was a geneticist. Right. Um. So basically, all of our characters had to relive their, their greatest regret and had the option to do it differently this time. Um, Including, like, our clone trooper who, you know, had to shoot his Jedi and Padawan during Order 66. So he actually, in this case, helped her escape. Um, my character's regret was because she was in charge of the bombers of her squadron and they went missing after a battle and she was basically told, no, we got to go move on. You can't go find them. Um, and of course her squad leader was her oldest brother. Um, so like in reality, she of course, you know, followed commands because she was, you know, a good little Imperial, but she regretted it. So. In this reality, she went and she, fa- you know, she basically defied orders and found them. Um, and that's, we've not been able to play for a few weeks, unfortunately, um, because, you know, conflict and schedules and all that. Uh, but next time, because we all went through our, our regrets, uh, and we're going to face a big battle. And once we get through this big battle, which we have no idea what it's going to be, we can hopefully get into that library and get some holocrons. Because I want to know how to use my lightsaber using agility. Because my agility is maxed. My strength, my brawn is, um, well, let's just say much like a real life, brawn's my dump stat. <laughs> yep. Yep. Um, besides that, um, so I had a rather large birthday. Thank you for the lovely party, my love. Thank you, Kenny, for showing up. <laughs> You're welcome. Bringing me my lovely H.P. Lovecraft book from um, that really famous bookstore that I can't think of right now that I drink. A, the last um, bookstore? 
No, the last bookstore is in LA. Oh, that's it right. Is one in Portland. Powell's Books. Thank you. I, I was going to say. Uh, and oh, you yes. brought me a fabulous um, collection of H.P. Lovecraft inspired stories from Powell's. Yeah. Um, anyone that doesn't know what Powell's is, it's literally a full block plus a little oh bit God, extra so of just Why used books. So like, like, like literally an entire block. They just bought everything up and then it's just one weird conglomeration of buildings into one building. And yeah, it's, it's quite the fun place to run around in. Um, and not this last week, which was hell at work, but the week before that, um, I was in one of my favorite places, which is Salem, Massachusetts. Um, my friend, um, Trey and I fell in love with the town when we went a few years ago. So we, um, met up in, um, Boston on the 16th of August and took a Uber to a lovely Airbnb in Salem. And we had a blast. We walked around for a few days. We just took it kind of slow. We ate everything we could there. Um, if you ever need a suggestion of what to eat in Salem, I can help you. Um, no, we did have, so we didn't have any ghost encounters this time, but we did have something really fun happen. Um, because I love books, books about regional stuff. I'd bought a book about the ghosts of Salem. Um, I also bought a book about the spiritual movement in Salem, which I'm looking forward to reading, but we're sitting there. We're trying to figure out where to go for dinner. We're sitting there, um, on a bench right in front of the very famous Samantha statue. And I open up the book because I know I saw some haunted restaurants in there. And I see a picture of um, Jay Powell's and Sons, which used to be a jewelry store, um, which has been converted into the restaurant um, Rockefeller's. And literally the picture that I'm looking at is what's directly in front of me. <laughs> Um, Coincidence? So of course, I think not. <laughs> that's where we had dinner, and it was delightful. Uh, but I had a, a great time in Salem, and I um, did crazy stuff. Like I, you know, took one day with a four cemetery run. I ran through four cemeteries on my morning run. That was great. Um, another day, I went from Proctor's Ledge to House of Seven Gables and back. Um, so I had a, a lot of good uh, good time with my morning runs in spooky historical places. Awesome. <laughs> So that's what I've been up to. Cool. Mew, what have you been up to? Mew. Oh, well, I'll save us a lot of time and say that we'll just move a lot of the Final Fantasy XIV stuff to the Final Fantasy XIV section. Um, <laughs> there we go. Right. Um, but otherwise, so um, in other gaming news, uh, so we have a seven-year-old um, that will nonstop. Yeah, I saw the, the study. Yes, he's seven now. Yeah. <laughs> Um, right. n- non-stop talk about Minecraft. Right. Non-stop. Like literally he'll wake up and need to go to the bathroom at 3 a.m. And the first words are out of his mouth are about another Minecraft thing. Right. Like, like, like you just, it's like you flip a switch on and he just resumes his Minecraft conversations. <laughs> it's pretty funny. Um, yeah. So um, I will attest that, you know, that, that's the prime age for Minecraftery. Mm-hmm. Um, just to get no, my. Ours get... is 20 and still does it. <laughs> Uh, just to have I my still da- play. daughters play a different game, I'm introducing them to Splatoon. There you <laughs> go. <laughs> well, he he has access to other games. He has uh, he has access to a Switch um, to play all kinds of Mario games, and OP plays Minecraft on that Switch. Yeah. Um, so so that's the thing is he's got a, he has an older iPad, 
that happens to just barely play Minecraft. He has access to a Switch that can also play Minecraft. Um, he has convinced his mother to now play Minecraft <laughs> so that she can join in. I, of course, have it on all of my devices as well. Right. So <clears throat> we uh, finally decided to pay for the thing that they, get, like, they love to advertise on there. It's called a Realm. Yep. <clears throat> we have one. Yep. So so we have been exploring the Wonders of Realms. And uh, because you know his his biggest complaint is, well, I want you to see the stuff I create. Yeah. So it's of like, course. well, you know, yeah, and it, we can't connect to his little iPad. Like that thing would right. just melt if we tried to connect yeah. to it. And if you could even, like, I don't even think it's set up to, um, well to do so. But so yeah, we we created a realm that lets you have three three worlds that yep. you can switch between. So we've got our our creative, do whatever we want with realm. Um, we have a um, they have a celebration going on right now. So we have a celebration realm, which is actually a really neat realm. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> If you set it on survival the way you're supposed to, it has a lot of challenges all throughout the you know the, yeah. the little area, and each challenge will give you an an ender eye, or um or whatever it's called, and at the very middle you know above where you you spawn in is a a nice little portal waiting for you. Right. So it's 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 designed so that you can quickly get to the end and 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 face the ender dragon, but it's a specialized end with pirate ships instead of just floating things. No and, need. Um, there's, uh, like the, the, the background is all kind of weirdly snowy or something like that. It's some kind of weird thing they got going on. And, um, the, instead of it being the, the, uh, the dragons, uh, uh, torches or whatever they're called. Right. Um, they're birthday candle shaped. Oh, neat. So, neat. yeah. So it's just, it's just this neat little thing. And, and he, uh, uh, I mean, the regular dragon doesn't do this, but in, in this world, He's constantly dropping potions and mm. ender pearls, so it's just, they just litter the ground with all the <laughs> stuff the dragon's dropping. So you can just run around and just pick up all this random stuff, and like they have all this kind of armor and you know enchanted weapons all along the way, just because they want you to just have fun and celebrate, et cetera, right. et cetera. But like, there's actually like puzzles in this uh, realm, and we had to drag uh, the misses in because there were three people puzzles to get through st- uh-huh. certain areas of it. Um, so that was actually kind of cool to, as a family, jump in <laughs> Minecraft and solve these puzzles. And it's just kind of interesting to have the seven-year-old like actually trying to think and figure this out. And right. Like, okay, you sit, you stand there. Okay, you stand there. Okay, you hit that lever. Like, it's just a, this whole kind of you know, it was it was very uh, escape roomy, I guess. Um, <laughs> or trying to figure uh, all that out. Don't explode. <laughs> yeah, something like that. But yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, it um, that's pretty much been been our lives since since i bought it like it's just non-stop because like it doesn't matter what device he's on he can connect to the realm right exactly play it. Right, yeah. right. um we have a survival realm because i wanted him to see what survival looks like he's pretty much played creative, creative. Up until now. yeah yeah, yeah. I love this is like i want to build this but i don't have the materials i have to go get exactly them. yeah yeah so that's the thing is it's it's fascinating to watch him. He's like, oh, I have to earn this. Yeah. Oh, I have to gather this. Like like seeing and like like seeing it click in his head is just fascinating. And then to also see him get like a little bit of, of that little dopamine hit. Right. It's like, oh, I've crafted a thing. Oh, I did this. Oh, look, an achievement popped up. See? Yeah. And creative, you don't get achievements. Right. And also like survival, you do. You find the coal, and then like the first time you find iron, you're like, oh, dopamine hit. Yes. Yes. Right. Yeah, so that's pretty much been been like you know, and and I've kind of made it a rule that like he and I will play survival together because if he goes alone, he's just gonna drown and and, yeah. and whatnot because he yeah, absolutely he he explores a little too deep he 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 digs a little deep as the dwarves say not to, um, <laughs> but uh, 
Yeah, the, but, there was uh, a famous thing in our house, which was, Dad, teleport me to you now. <laughs> yep. <laughs> like, whoops, you got too far, that didn't you? Uh-huh. That in our house. Yep. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. So, so yeah, that's that's pretty much been our lives. Almost every waking moment, if we can, if we can pull, not pull him away from it, he's on that Minecraft server, and, and it's like, yeah, it's 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 a monthly cost, but it seems like it's well worth it just oh, yeah. seeing you know, everything going on. So no, hundred percent. The next level is is you know we told him, hey, by the way, you know we can invite your friends over in Washington to yeah. join right. your server and play with you. And he's like, oh, that sounds like fun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So like he's you know he's it's like the gears are turning. You can kind of see it. So yeah. But uh, but yeah, it's been a lot of fun, and you know, I I have a Java based server that right. uh, that I have you know, friends play on, but you know, Realms is a completely, and it's also Bedrock. Um, so yeah, like I've I've played Java up until now for the most part, and then suddenly playing Bedrock, and and it's interesting seeing the little differences here and there, um, how, how you make things, how you die things, you know, right. how things work. It's just fascinating, but. Yep. but yeah, other than that, uh, been playing a lot of Guild Wars too. Um, <laughs> Um, because of you know Final Fantasy fourteen when it's on its breaks, you know I, yeah. I have a little bit of free time. It's it's actually designed that way so that you don't have right. to just sit there and grind and burn yourself out until so, Island Sanctuaries. <laughs> well, until then, yes, yes, that's a completely different story we can get on. But um, but yeah, so I've been spending a lot of time in Guild Wars two because I was one of those people that that played it when it first came out and just kind of got lost and hit a wall and stopped playing it for a long time. And then, like a few months ago, I rediscovered it, and, um, and I was like, "Oh wow, look at all this content!" And they have mounts and all these expansions I've never touched, all this story I've never touched. Um, I had never done the your story on any character uh, until now. So now, I, now I actually know that full story. I've done the Heart of Thorns. I've started uh, the Path of Fire, I think it is. And then there's all these living stories, which. They're in the middle of basically recreating Living Story One because the original version of it was destroyed. Like essentially, the way they did it was it was too live. Like they couldn't recreate it. So because if you had a Living Story Two, Three, and Four, you could replay those all you want. They they figured out, oh hey, this is good content. We should keep it. Right. So so now they're going back. It's like oh, I guess we need to recreate Living Story One. So I've been watching as they slowly re-released it, but then. Um, I don't know if, if we have it in the notes because I haven't had a chance to look at the Guild Wars section, but uh, Steam just came out uh, with Guild Wars 2. So if you you know if you are interested in Guild Wars 2 at all, you can actually get the base game for free. You don't have to pay for it if you go through Steam. Yep. Yeah, it's, it's in the Guild for. Wars 2 section, there. and okay. you're talking about so, it. So. Yep. Yeah, yep. So yeah. Awesome. Yep. So yeah, I'll, I'll go into more detail and then and then. Um, and then uh, I've been playing a lot of this new game called Tower of Fantasy. Um, so, so it is basically it's it's another um, it's a it's if you've no Genshin Impact, right? Um, uh, that is kind of a co-op a co-op but single player you know gotcha style weapon you know adventure game, right? Um, a, a, essentially a copy of Zelda. Um, well, Tower of Fantasy is basically like Zelda, but MMO. So, oh, okay. So it's the same style of you know you, you same almost similar weapons. I mean they have, but it's 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 like kind of future, but a little bit. It's not really steampunk. It's probably more cyberpunk. It's like we're in a world that got destroyed, but we have all this advanced technology, but things are still kind of destroyed because it's one of those kind of weird little like half and half setups. 
Right. But um, it's it's by another uh, Chinese company. I forget the name of them. But uh, I don't know any of their other stuff. But uh, there's, <laughs> yeah, it's 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 a it's a fascinating um, game. It's um, basically takes Genshin Impact, puts it in a different futuristic setting, and then makes it an MMO. So that um, there's always people running around on the maps. You can uh, much more easily play with your friends. That was one of the biggest con- uh, complaints we've had about Genshin Impact is it's not designed very well for co-op. Like you can co-op, but it's not designed well for it. Right. But uh, my only problem with the game is every time that I, I log into the game on, on my device, because it's cross-play between PCs and yeah. iOS and Androids and all this stuff. But every time I log in, there's always at least a, ha- a half gig patch every <laughs> yeah. time I log in. Yeah. Uh, it's a brand new game, so yeah, yeah, that's that's the unfortunate part. Is they're still fixing tons of the, of bugs. Like before it even got to us, when it was over in just China, they had um, uh, uh, gotcha bugs, like infinite gotcha bugs. They figured out that like if you rolled the gotcha, then unplugged your internet cable, it wouldn't count the gotcha, but oh. it would still give you the stuff from it. <laughs> right. They had to that's fix that. That's an quick. old one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that, that, they, yeah. It, let's it, see how it ends. Network your, your interruption. income stream, right? Yeah, yeah. When it's your income stream, you know, yeah, you're gonna fix that. Yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah, they're they're fixing a lot of little bugs in that game, and it's probably going to be that way for a while um, as they find more and more little bugs. Because you, you you know you know us players, we're gonna find every weird little bug right? we can. Yeah, like it's it's almost like it drives us just to find and break everything we can just to see what we can find out. But, Absolutely. Yep. So yeah, I've uh, got uh, too many games to play because uh, <laughs> I've uh, there's a uh, Saints Row just came out and and I've been waiting for that one for a while, but I've I've literally have too much because especially with Island Sanctuary. <laughs> we'll yeah. So enough of that out of me. Um, who's left? I think that's you, Tets. Yeah, me. Uh, so I have uh, just real quick. Through Star Wars, The Old Republic, got all my... I I did the... There's a quest to basically unlock 330 moddable gear. Um, You basically just save up a blue piece from a Flashpoint, upgrade it through the Flashpoint currency until it's 330, turn in the quest, and then you unlock a vendor and you can get um, shells as what uh you can take the shells of your armor and then put in 330 moddable pieces so i've got all eight characters through the latest 71 story did that quest their left side which is the head uh chest wrist hands belt pants feet are all now modded and 330 gear and now i just have to work on the right side which is your earpiece two relics and two implants and um they'll be caught up in current because once you get through the the story you know it's just it's a gear grind from there so i work on that you know a little bit at a time um eso i am going through aradun right now i reset i basically did one region completed the story did uh caldwell's reset and so now i'm going through the next region and i'm in oradon running through all that so having fun with that and doing the dailies for the professions um final fantasy 14 we'll save that talk for later but needless to say island sanctuaries and um <laughs> so i hear something about island sanctuaries right. what is this and in wow yeah you will learn 
in WoW, I got basically, I finished, not fi- eh, finished, I mean, Xerath Mortis as much as you can. I basically got the console upgraded to six out of six, and I'm just got a couple more things to collect, but I'm, I'm kind of like waiting for that to happen. Um, so yeah, ESO final fantasy 14, uh, right now, because they have active content is what I'm, what I've been, uh, focusing on. Um, I really fell in love with the one handed style, one hand, one shield dragon knight, uh, base you know setup that they have and uh i was able to actually solo in one of the dells there are a couple like 1.9 million hit point bosses that you're supposed to do as a group and i was able to solo both of those one (laughs) with ember as my companion one literally was every time he started to do something i would just interrupt him and so the whole fight was me smacking him with my shield every time he tried to do do something and ember nuking him from the back and so we just got through the whole fight that way the other one was uh dealt with a bunch of ads constantly spawning running in you had to kill them while keeping the boss busy and staying out of the red zones and so that was just a dance but it's I had enough healing and it was, it was very survivable. So it was a, it was a fun dance, but I'm really, really enjoying ESO's play style. Um, I will do for final fantasy 14. That's not islands. I did get, uh, Emilianza's deliveries done, uh, fulfilled the wish that, you know, she said, please prevent, present me with an outfit to get my husband's attention, which I did. As everyone else did, or you know, you, as you do, if the lady asks for an outfit that gets her husband's attention, you go get the 2B outfit. Anyway. Um, <laughs> no. <laughs> and if that doesn't uh, no, get. That's a, a, the correct answer is the is the gigantic chocobo. T- uh, ch- <laughs> well, that would too, if you want to go the other way. The gigantic head. Yeah. yeah. I um, mean, that would definitely be a way of getting his attention. And then. Um, I have on un- oh and Kenny reminded me for ESO. I have unlocked Tales of Tribute and I've gotten through all the starter quests and started going around playing different things. So I don't have a lot of experience, but I'm uh, I will definitely be playing in the tournament, which is what we're coming up with. Um and then I've got the a car- I can never say it. I call it the the elephant tribe, but it's the Arcadosa. How do you say their do you remember? I could you? see it. I could say it. Yeah, I know. That's the yeah. thing. I don't remember off. But um, I've got them to seven, which is sworn. So I just need to finish mm-hmm. out. It's about 10 days and I'll get them to, to blood sworn. Uh, I've got the dwarves almost done because I'm just finishing up all the tribal quests now. Um, the pixies are done. And then the only deliverance or the only delivery quest I have left is um, Charlemagne in uh foundation um in the fit in the firmament uh because i did the dragon which was awesome that was a fun bit but i yeah, got all those done so all right we are halfway through the show <laughs> halfway right. we're not or uh, not. we're, we're gonna hit the show, the show uh, yeah i know we gotta, we gotta hit the news and then we gotta talk to abo about what we've been hinting at with final fantasy 14 so I, yeah, let I me find this. Out. All right. 
Let's talk about this week's news. AIE News. All right. In streaming and podcast news, SOTOR Escape Podcast 437, the 7.1 story breakdown. They finally get to some spoiler talk and speculation on Malgus and Sahar, uh, and it's on The New Overlords um, with audio links there, or the video is linked in the show notes to YouTube. And in Max and Seamus' other podcast, Behind the Games Chat with Inktail Studios drawing on their talents, they're building handcrafted art to make an amazing game. Uh, and again, YouTube link if the audio is over on newoverlords.com. And then we also have a note from Dr. Gameology for S2 episode 34, Dead by Daylight in Asymmetric Multiplayer. Uh, Dr. Gameology has played Dead by Daylight for the first time, and after an evening of getting chased down by killers of all kinds, he reflects on the experience and discovers the research on this style of multiplayer. A spirited debate ensues on what the winning and competition mean in the context of a game in this style. And I'll, I'll say that um, if you are familiar with a YouTube channel called Viva La Dirt League, they <laughs> just started doing some uh, really funny uh, uh, skits on Dead by Daylight that are extremely true. Yeah. That you just, when you play Dead by Daylight, there is a massive suspension of disbelief that you have <laughs> totally. to do in order to function in this game. Yep. So if you're curious about that, just go check out Viva La Dirt League's Dead by Daylight content. It is spot on and hilarious. <clears throat> Then over in working class nudes, news, nerds, nerds, nah. which almost came out like nudes, so really is not <laughs> no, safe for anything. No, definitely nope. not. No, but it's not safe for life, language, and if, uh, language, not safe for language. Okay, uh, episode one sixty four, free ride game stream team. Uh, the guys are joined by the free ride game stream team with five whole guests this week. Wow, that's a lot of guests. That's a lot. Uh, the episode is a wild riot of laughs, heartfelt moments, and of course, Destiny 2 sidebars. Enjoy. You can find more on Free Ride Games and the rest of the stream team at their Twitch channel, Free Ride Games. Uh, the team is also Free Ride Games. Awesome. All right. So, fun thing you mentioned Dead by Daylight. Um, several years ago, the gaming group I was with, we actually did a Dead by Daylight one shot for, ho- for Halloween for our D&D game. <laughs> nice. That was fun. I can um, see that how that worked, yeah. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Um, and swords and boards and swords, episode two hundred and two hundred one. Boards and swords two hundred live from High Tide Games. They've been doing this for two hundred episodes. Congrats, folks! So they are live on location at High Tide Games in Southern Maryland. So real people can groan at their bad jokes. So many bad jokes. Also, um, as Modi is making a go- board game about. Sp- Good game, and another new Dune board game is coming. Plus, uh, they get others to tell them bad puns for once, and they do a pun-off giveaway with tons of prizes. There's still plenty to give away. Email them with what you think your best their, your best puns and or related feedback to what they are doing and what they can do better. And in swords and board... I always do that opposite. <laughs> I know. And swords. It's on purpose. 201. It's so easy. Uh, Gen Con 2022. Gosh, they've been on on location a lot. Yep. Another on location episode. Um, next time they'll be back at the studio, but this episode, Chris is on the floor at Gen Con 2022, talking with a bunch of folks about what they've got on display. Thanks to Eric Yerko for bantering with Chris in the beginning and to, and to Edge Studios. 
uh, Colorway Games Labs and Dire Wolf for talking to them about products and embarrassing themselves with some impromptu jokes. Awesome. And in Nomad's News, Dual Universe. It's a sci-fi, voxel-based sandbox MMO full of possibilities. Brave the vacuum of deep space to mine precious resources from asteroids. Create powerful spaceships, foreboding fortresses, or megalithic star bases of your own design. Run trade through pirate-infested space between planets. Become a tycoon of industry, or the master of the market. Or even lead an army against enemy forces. Dual Universe is launching into its final release on September 27th, and AIE will be there. With this launch will come a wipe starting all players on a level playing field. So even if you haven't played during the years-long beta, you can still play along with AIE. Ask Kedaveri any questions you have in the Dual Universe channel under Nomads in the Discord. Come on, AIE, let's do, do it. Yes, Abbo. Um... I know nothing about this game other than the fact that it's called Do Universe and you build things. Mm-hmm. Um, is this a, is this a buy to play game or is this uh, free to play? Do we know anything about how the uh, the finances work on it? Uh, Dual Universe. I think it's what is it? I'm saying this. Hopefully, someone in the uh, chat room can. Uh, I know. Jump I'm keeping in. an eye on the chat room for us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And because uh, I because we said they you all. Know, Ask Katavari for questions, and boom, there we go. Subscription game. game. Thank you, Katavari. Wow. All right. Didn't know that they still made those. I know, right? And it looks really good. Like, it's basically. (laughs) Yeah, it's it's a little No Man's Sky, a little uh, Minecraft, little. uh, Yeah, little of everything. It's it's really good. Probably some Eve, I imagine. Yeah, if you ever played, um, what was that other voxel-based game that they were doing? Oh God, Quest wasn't there? Wasn't EverQuest Two going to be voxels? Yeah, but it was. Uh, well, it, it was. Uh, by... It was EverQuest Frontiers or something like that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I yeah. yeah, Landmark. Thank you, Landmark. That's, Landmark. That's what it was. Yeah, yeah. I was <laughs> exactly. so excited for Landmark. I was yeah. disappointed it died. Yeah. So this is this is basically the the successor, kind of to it. Yeah, EverQuest Next Landmark. That's what it was. All right. Um, so, yeah, that's Dual Universe. Again, if you have more questions, Katavari in the Dual Universe channel in the Nomads channel. Or if you're around, currently in the AIE podcast chat room. Yep. Alrighty, over in a less deep spacey area of <laughs> Lost Ark. Uh, Lost Ark continues to experience a lull in participation as most are exploring other new games. So many new games. <laughs> like, like... Seriously, there's yeah. just so much. There's not enough time in the day. Yeah. Um, however, weekly tasks are still being set by the primary guild of AIE Communitas. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you are not in that guild, it's time to move over. Uh, please arrange to move any characters you may still be playing on to this primary guild. Applications are being accepted for the guild. Mention your character name and when you, when you apply to Duras in Discord, and it will be approved. Uh, please note that with the reduced activity, they will be retiring the auxiliary guilds of AIE Honoris and AIE Fidelis, neither of which made it past guild level three. So that tells you definitely it's time to pack all into the main guild. Yep. Uh, any characters active in these guilds are encouraged to drop the guild and apply for AIE Communitas. Uh, please contact Duras in Discord or make a post in the Lost Ark uh, AIE Discord channel with the hashtag um, Lost Ark dash app uh keep in touch with updates to the lost art guilds in the AE discord's lost arc announced channel 
Uh, if you're interested in game news for the game, the, the past week saw the release of the Under the Arcesian Sun update that features the Maharaka Festival, return of event guardians, and the Pet Ranch. Uh, more details are available at playlostark.com. Then we have Empyreon. Um, if you are familiar with Empyreon, um, Nazrai has set up an Empyreon server for nomads. And there are pins in the Nomads channel if you are curious. Awesome. All right. And in WoW news, an AIE in WoW news, the in-game trial style is coming this week. And Gusty Tail will be doing an ad hoc, ad hoc runs for Transmog Glory. Raid teams are making progress on their Jigglesworth SR, a.k.a. Jellycat mounts. Um, hey, Kenny. Ad hocs. Make sure you run the accounts from those ad hocs, please. Oh, <laughs> sorry. Work, work talk. Sorry. Yeah. Um, I guess who's been giving feedback? Sorry. Um. All right. And New Braid has been doing the faded raids with the plan to eventually get the mount rewards. All right. And in Wow Classic, uh, pre patch for um, Wrath of the Lich King hits Tuesday with all the fun stuff, including scourge invasions and zombies and ability to roll and level death knights, of course. The level at level 55, new talents and leveled XP decreases. Uh, Wrath hits 26 September at 6 p.m. server time, and hashtag 10 for Wrath continues to come together with Shrimpcleese as the raid leader. They'll be raiding on Saturday nights from 10 to 1 server time, and Sunday nights 10 to 11:30 for cleanup. Uh, Bihawk uh, continues. Bark. Well, thank you. I always have a hard time with that. Uh, continues to reward new players with 100G for mounts and training. Just pop notes into the WoW Classic channel and ask for an invite. Uh, there's someone usually around most of the time. Yep. And in so, so um, go ahead. I will. It's kind of funny because that's when you started playing. I remember this very, very clearly. Yeah, I came back right, be, right before the wrath. Yep. Exactly. Yeah. Tail, tail into Burning Crusade right before wrath launched. That's what I meant. It's Kata, not BC, not Kata. Kata Sorry, came I after Wrath. So. I know it yeah. is. Yeah. I know Wrath. Well, <laughs> yep. All right. Sotor. We are playing through the new content of 7.1, digging deeper, and entering into the next step of the gear upgrade dance, which I talked about in my pre-show, or in the the what we've been doing stuff. And group activities are mixed. It's really your choice. There may be spreadsheets involved there. Definitely spreadsheets involved. Come join us for mandatory fun nights on Tuesdays where they'll do a little of this, do a little of that. And if you have questions about how any of it works, hop into Discord anytime and ask away. Seriously, because the gearing, once you get the hang of it, makes sense. But if you're just coming at it blind, you're going to waste a lot of time and a lot of resources. And yeah, it's still one of the most Odd, I'll just be polite on that, odd ways of gearing up stuff, but it works. Uh, like I said, I got, I play casually, I don't raid, I don't do flashpoints that heavily, and, and that sort of thing, and I was able to get to the current gear cap for non-raiders. So uh, They have operation teams running most of the nights. If you want to type, try this larger group gameplay, this might be for you. Raid leaders are always on the lookout for alternatives, and some of the teams are still looking for permanent members. Over in ESO news, uh, the guild has been killing world bosses and clearing sky shards in various zones. 
Uh, they're practicing their Tales of Tribute skills and helping each other learn the game in preparation for the upcoming Tales of Tribute tournament hosted by Kramer. Uh, if you are interested in running dungeons for pledges, uh, we have two dungeon groups in AIE that occasionally need someone to fill in. Uh, check out the Undaunted Enclave channel in Discord for more information. In uh, game news itself, Lost Steps DLC and Update 35 launched last week. Uh, they brought two new dungeons, a lot of new gear, and some class and skill changes. Wait, you said uh, Tales of Tribute Tournament hosted by Kramer? Well, gosh, do we have a ton of information about that. Um, so I'm just going to go ahead and read uh, Kramer's uh, press release here, so to speak, uh, to give you all of the details. Uh, greetings and salutations to all of you great uh, in the great AIE community. My name is Ken, and I primarily play in our bunch of Elder Scrolls Online, as well as Dabble and SOTOR, STO, and WoW. Uh, with the ESO Update 34, the release of the High Isles chapter came with their first attempt at a card game known as the Tales of Tribute. This card game has had the community in an uproar and has caught fire and swept through the hearts of, the play- of the- all those that play the game. So, I affronted the gold and decided that we should have our first ever AI. TOT tournament, which officially starts on Monday, September 5th, and runs through Monday, October 10th. Um, I will post the brackets each week on Monday, so everyone can see who they get to play that week, as well as the current standings. Players have one one week, so Monday through Sunday, to play their match against each other, and post a screenshot of the results, which will be verified and added to the ongoing tournament standing. To enter this AIE tournament, you must have a high aisle chapter of ESO, you must, of course, be a member of the AIE community. As a member of the AIE community, you must have fun. You must have a screenshot of the result of the match, which we posted in the channel, so wins and losses can be kept track of. You must complete all matches during the seven-day period. Each player must uh, will have three matches per week. The event will run six weeks. Each player will have a total of 18 t- tri- Tales of Tribute matches against the against the other tournament players. Still going. Um, results will be posted weekly on Monday with current rankings. And Ken will be placing these funds into the ESA- ESO Guild Bank today to be awarded out during the top 10 finishers in the tournament. And they're hoping that our favorite guild leader, Dan Kenny, hi Kenny, um, will be the one you see when the tournament final standings are listed to get your reward. So with that, uh, um, signups are open as of now, August 8th. Well, and also including August 28th. Um, and he wishes you all luck and um, good luck and a great card game. So that's a lot, but it's a lot of wonderful information. Um, it is in the show notes as well. I'm sure as well as also the ESO channel. It is. Um, all right. To enter the to enter the tournament, all you have to do is send a DM to Kramer twenty nine. So K R A E M E R twenty nine, and let them know that your user ID for ESO. It's not too late to sign up for the tournament. It does start next Monday, September fifth, and runs till the tenth of October, and pays out ten spots. Um, they currently have six people enrolled. So just let Ken know in the channel, and they will get you listed. Yep. Now, what you've all been waiting for, the prize list, and this is impressive. 
All right. The first, uh, the winner of the tournament wins 500,000 gold. Two is 250,000 gold. Three is 150,000. Four is 100,000. Five is 50,000. Six is 35,000. Seven is 20,000. Eight is 15,000. Nine is 10,000. And 10 still gets you 5,000 gold. That is pretty dang impressive. Thank you so much, Kramer, for your generosity. That is amazing. Yep. It's going to be very fun, and I will be playing in that. All right. In STO news, Federation Colonies is more than halfway through Tier 5. We are under 60 projects for the two of the branches being done with the third not far behind. Grebog keeps adding in other provision projects and Starbase filler projects, depending on the needs of the colony projects and any other overlap. The Klingon Defense Force is almost done with the Dilithium Mine and all the discounts that that unlocks. The Starbase is closing in on Tier 2. Once the Dilithium Mine is done, Grebog will be adding another small holding into the rotation projects. Reminder that Fun Night is Thursday at 11 p.m. Eastern. Every third Thursday, they do a Klingon Defense Night. And Fleet Action Report 112 will be recorded live Monday at 11 p.m. Eastern. This week, Nikodas will be doing a deep dive into his special theme build he calls The Ice Princess. Oh, my. Interesting. Alrighty, in Guild Wars 2 news, did you know that Guild Wars 2 is 10 years old? Oh, is that really? Years. Yeah. Wow. And as part of their celebration, they're now on Steam. As part of the Steam launch uh, and the 10th anniversary, ArenaNet has made a bunch of adjustments to the new player experience, making it smoother and faster than before. They've also unlocked the Raptor mount if you have at least one expansion. Um, So you'd probably start with Heart of Thorns. Um, But any of them uh, will work, I believe. As always, AIE's IFOS is there to help if you want to see why Guild Wars 2 has thrived for a decade. A mandatory fun night is on Mondays at 9 p.m. Eastern. Dungeons and More Nights is the second Friday of each month. And they're still looking for materials for the Guild Hall, of course. But yes, very fun game. I highly recommend it. Um, the expansions are a lot of fun. The mounts totally change the game. Like the beginning of the game isn't even designed for mounts. Like it's designed right. you're just walking around. And then they, they introduce mounts. And it's not just... A, a, like a WoW style or Final Fantasy style, like this mount goes faster and floats around and gets you A to B. No, these are mounts. Like they actually do things in the world. They do leaps. They do teleports. They do super jumps. They they fly. Like if you're curious about Dragonflight <laughs> in, 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 in the, the upcoming WoW Dragonflight expansion, they took it from Guild Wars 2. Yep. So, you know, if you want to get it, you know, before you can't get into the alpha and you want to try it out, it's in Guild Wars 2. All right. Well, I try and knock over my backdrop. Hang on. That, darling. I know. Uh-oh. Earthquake! Ah! <laughs> All right. Um, so with that, we're going to get to Abo in half a second. But for those of you, just in case, you know, it's going to hit top of the hour and people sometimes have to leave before we're finished. Next episode, we're going to ask for listener input. So make sure you, if you don't finish the podcast tonight... Listen to it. Watch it on the video for what we're doing for next podcast. We need yeah. your help. All right. And with that, now let's talk to Abo and find out what is going on with Final Fantasy fourteen. So here we go. Final Fantasy fourteen. We're going to take the remainder of this podcast to talk all about and go in-depth 
in no. great detail about Final nope. Fantasy fourteen Gold Saucer Mahjong. All right, here we go. <laughs> nope. So we're gonna drop. You need to drop <laughs> down your palm, and you gotta get. Nope. Okay. <laughs> click on whatever right. it tells me to click on. <laughs> click dial tone. <laughs> All right. Uh, no. Well, actually, I do know people that do play that who love the Mahjong. That's oh yeah, why they sub to the game. But yep. now it's Island. There's Sanctuary's. a lot of other things. <laughs> Oh, yes, there's a yes. lot of things that go on here. So, yes. yeah. first thing, um, it's called Buried Memory. Is the name of the patch. We just got this uh, last week. Um, we are not going to go into MSQ. This is a spoiler-free discussion. There's three things we're going to say about the MSQ. It's pretty awesome. You should play it. There's a trial and a dungeon. So, with that out of the way, it's great. You should play it. There's a trial. And, and a dungeon. dungeon. Okay. That was that was the quickest notes I've ever had for Abo. Thank you, sir. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I'm out. Yeah. Peace out. <laughs> Peace out. Abo out. Take the mic with the mic out. Exactly. So there's actually other things in this patch, too, believe it or not. There's other things other than an MSQ and other than Island Sanctuaries. We'll get to Island Sanctuaries. Let's talk about the other stuff in the patch first. All right. So... Um, besides the new MSQ stuff, we have a brand new raid tier, which is a whole new gear level of stuff, right? So on the, um, as per, you know, standard patching history within Final Fantasy 14, your, your even number patch numbers, uh, for, you know, you know, X.0, X.2, X.4 are your tiers, um, where you get into your, uh, where they released an, uh, the eight player stuff. Um, and they have the standard mode and then they have the extreme modes and all the good stuff or savage, if you will. And, um, you do that, you get your gear, but you have your race to world first. That's normally your more difficult encounters. Um, sometimes they release a, um, an ultimate on top of that, but that's a different world of challenge. Uh, but that's where, it, that's where it is. And, um, the new ones, um, they changed things up a little bit this week or th this patch, where the savage mode of that tier just is not released on the same day. It comes out a week later. So for us, it's uh, next Tuesday. So uh, two days from now, so 30th. Um, that's when the race to roll first will happen there. Um, the encounters, if you haven't done them on normal mode. Um, again, spoiler free as possible, but they're cool. They're awesome. The gear, I think, is pretty cool looking. And um, the soundtrack to it, they're bangers. Yep. Oh, they're bangers. <laughs> um, there was uh, there was some throwdowns for the orchestration roles for uh, for this one. Um, yeah, so no. Sokin has reached his stride, I think, in his his music career. He's definitely just popping them out. Yeah, and and really the the Final Fantasy community, um, they really start. We we pretty much go gaga over. Um, any sort of um, musical numbers with lyrics in our MMO. <laughs> um, you know, we did that quite a bit in the last expansion. You know, in Shadowbringers, there's a lot of good stuff in there. Um, and Walker, there's a lot of good stuff in this one. And we ha and I don't think we've even seen the best stuff yet. Quite honestly, I think I think they're holding holding out for next patch. I think we're going to be blown away. Um. So with that, um, other side items there, um, the Charles Grand Adventure continues. 
If you want to continue on with this one, though, you do need to make sure that you have completed the the uh, the Shadows of Mock Raid series, which is the Heaven's Award 24-player series. Do that. Once you do that, then you can figure out it will let you continue on the, the TARDIS story, which is very cute and endearing, by the way. Uh, so, you know, totally, you should totally do it. Um, if you are leveling to the game, you haven't completed the MSQ yet, and you haven't gotten your island. Um, there's been a lot of changes made to the MSQ. You know, they extent, they've been trying to get make it more single-player friendly. So a lot of the trials that required many people can be now, they're either being reworked, or they're being turned into a single-player trial, one of which has been changed as the you know, the the first steps of fate that you know has a big uh, dragon and he used to beat the smack out of players left and right, especially when I launch. Wow! Um, now it's a now it's a single player trial and, and stuff like that. So that's a nice um, ease into the uh, the two five two five five celebration. Um, then there's um, there's also some du- the the duty support system has been added to a couple more dungeons as well into the Heaven's Ward series um if you if you as an existing player want to see these changes you can new game plus it and um you can pop in and out of new game plus as you go you know you don't you're not you're not like stuck in that time loop right forever you you can just just say i don't feel like doing this anymore and you zip right back out to the present so yeah and you're not getting anything from new game plus other than story again that's all it is is. which is fun yeah no it's good that's why it's there like it's you know, everyone that wanted to go back and do a thing, but they can't because it was part of the MSQ. Well, that's literally what New Game Plus is. It's just go back and redo it. Okay. Um, a new Unreal came out. Uh, this is uh, Containment Bay something something. Who knows what it is? It's the Seth Roth fight. Um, Seth also Roth, known as, I love Unreal Tournament. The- Oh no! Uh, <laughs> UT's great. Yeah, yeah. UT ninety nine was my jam back. In the day. <laughs> <laughs> um. All the, you know, the shock combo. Oh, ah, yeah, so good. <laughs> I actually, actually, well, won a couple um college tournaments because I was like, that was big in college for me. Yep, nice. I won a couple tournaments there. Got like twenty bucks. But I'm our un- that. our Unreal tournament has a fox though. So ah, okay. uh, yeah, All the he difference. does. He does, but it's the uh, it is the Sephiroth fight and yeah, not Sephiroth not you don't no. see a guy with you know big sword and white hair no it's it's not no that. No, no you have to pay 70 bucks to play that game yeah recommend that one too um but it's also better known as the Paraman 5000 fight because the song is a it's a banger with lyrics <laughs> yes it is um so that's going to be a th- uh, so that's the thing there you um it's really just the same fight the the extreme fight when that came out just ramped up to level 90 stuff there. So there's been a lot of party finder groups going out for that there. Um, it's actually, it's easier than it, than the extreme was on launch because we, we, we know the game better now. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. That's what I'm hearing. Yeah. I mean, it's just don't fall off. You're fine. <laughs> All right. You hear that? Kenny don't okay. fall off. <laughs> oh, please. Kenny loves All right. to fall off. You guys ready? You guys ready to talk about it? Sure. Let's do it. Do we have a problem? You already did. Do we have problems we need to talk about? Are we addicted? It's, it's, okay, uh, is it, is it not, okay, so it's therapy time. Come sit on the couch. Yeah, uh, we got to talk about it. Your island sanctuary, because oh. it's all you're going to talk about. Yeah. And Abbo just you know, decided to munge my 
layout. That's fine. No, that was me. That was me. No, it here. Let's do that. It should have replaced my camera, not taken the yeah, spot. It did. No, it no, it, it added. Ah, oh, Discord <laughs> changed things. They yeah. changed yes, things. Yes, they did. Like uh, within a week. Why did within they do they that? Why did it they threw do me that? Off too. I know. That's so, fine. I was, tr- I was trying to show the, the AFK pile. This is this is where you start the uh island and yes. this is the AFK pile. There it is. I, I put it up. Yes. So. Yes, this this conglomeration of blank-eyed people are all AFK people that got right. kicked out of their island. Because Final Fantasy fourteen, you can they don't uh, now that the popularity and they've got servers under control, they don't time you out and kick you off the game. But they do because island sanctuaries are limited uh, resource in their game system right now. They will kick you out of your island if you AFK back to the vendor that sends you to it in Moraby Bay. And so you just get an AFK pile. So, and that brings up a funny story that I have there with, so when online sanctuaries came out, it's, it's really part of the instant server. So, yep. um, you know, p- getting into instanced areas such mm-hmm. as, um, you know, your islands or player housing, like inside of the houses. So sometimes, you know, get into the house, I had to do some, do some, um, some, um, Free company management stuff in the workshop, so I, it took a few tries. I was, I was, you know, brute force my way into the house, you know, find a little spot, walk in there, do some stuff around. But then I went to the workshop, which let me in just fine. Did some workshop stuff, did some submarine stuff, tried to, you know, set my submarine, send the, the free company submarines out and back again, try to get the items I need to unlock other stuff um, there. Side note, if people are interested, interested in some of the stuff you get from submarines and such, and airships, uh, please, please let the uh, an officer know. Well, you know, we can help you out with that. But it's always doing some stuff in there. And then I clicked on the door to try to get back out, <laughs> um, and I couldn't get into the house, right. which is the only out of the workshop. Yep. I was going to tell. So I was like, I felt locked in the workshop for a while because I couldn't get out. Yup. So the island section was talking about what it is, um, and how it is very. It has the same. Uh, addictions that we have or had or have depending on on where you're at with animal crossing and right. how it is animal crossing and how it is not animal crossing right. um it does have its own tom nook like character um with its own little um uh, Mammoth. you know, uh mammoths the little mammoths there with little personalities and little hard hats they're so cute um get this island now before we go further though if you want an island Go save reality. Yep. Okay. He didn't walk her. Easy. He didn't walk her first. Easy done. <laughs> yep. Yeah. You know, go sol- solve everyone's problems. Beat and Walker. You need to do that first. Um, I strongly recommend it because it is a beautiful story. Uh, it's a beautiful climax. Um, you will cry. You will cry. But once you do that, you get an island. Oh, cool. Um, so you get to your island. Um, and then you're introduced to the island and, and so forth. And you go there, and you're you're given like some very basic tutorials on how to go in there. You get, you say, you know, yeah, chop out some wood there, pick up some stones, create some tools. Eventually, you get to build a little hut, and then eventually you get to learn how to build facilities and farms and crops and find your animals and drag them into your animal pen so you can uh, get their um, get their wool and other stuff and then. It, or the island if you want to do that. If you want to work on your your facilities, you can work on that. There's a lot of freeform involved. Yes. Nothing 
in here is mandatory. Nothing in here gives you uh, character power other than the fact that it gives you, you know, it's a nice relaxing away from the world type of stuff going on. Yeah. But it is fun. And, uh, you know, if you're only in here just to play games to kill bosses, maybe Island Sanctuary is not for you, and you're not really missing out if you're not doing it. Yeah. The, there is a lot of cool things you can do by playing it. Yep. And the other thing is, this is completely self-contained. The experience, the items you earn, the currency, all stay within this sandbox. So... You can and they don't you can, up your existing inventory either, right? And that's, and that's it has part. its own inventories that you don't have to worry about. the The big thing is like if you need materia, yes, you can buy it with currency in the game and then get it out of there. But we're nowhere near where anyone's going to have enough currency to farm materia and put it on the you know put it on the market board for Gil right now. So. Right. I mean, there's, I mean, yeah, there are some people out there that, you know, say that, you know, the Island Sanctuary meta. Quite honestly, ignore that junk. Yeah. This, this is content design that you play at your own pace and do your own stuff. Right. So, you know, have at it. You know, I know for me, you know, this, this last week outside of like some, uh, um, some MSQ and some, um, some of the, uh, the pandemonium stuff. That was my focus for the first week. This is really a second week thing. I'm really going to dive into it just because I haven't had, I, you know, wrapped up some work stuff. So yeah. Yeah. But it's all going to be there for you. Even if you, ha- so even for people who are not going to get to the Island Sanctuary until, um, until, you know, t- 2027, it's still going to be here for you. And there's going to be a lot of new things then because they, you know, they finally said, this is the first crack they've had at it and they're going to be taking a lot of feedback and a lot of um, new stuff's going to be yeah. adding at over time. Oh, you did so the bathhouse? Yeah, I did the bathhouse. But yeah, there there is so much potential in this island. Yeah. There's just, you, you can tell that there's areas they have sectioned off because they're going to do more and yeah. just like like if, if you've played Animal Crossing and you know how they've expanded that game, like it is real easy to find ways to like, oh well, maybe we maybe we found another island you need to check out, or maybe right. we need to do this or here, but maybe we need to do do a cave splunking, you know, <laughs> maybe we need to do some underwater stuff. Like they can do some really crazy stuff um, with this island, and it's you know, there's no need to speed through it. Yes, some people have like there were some crazy people that got to the the max level of their island on the first day, but they played it nonstop for 24 yeah. hours. Right. So because there is gating, there is time gate and it's on building upgrades and and things like that. And also like your pasture, you can only farm you can only get the leavings once a day. The crops will take 2 to 3 days to mature, that sort of thing. But th- there's something for everyone in here. If you like rare hunting, you know, there's rares and the nice thing that I think is is kind of brilliant is you can get a group together Everyone on their own island. And if someone sees a rare, it's up on every island. So yep. you can position people, you know, at different rare spawns. Um, a lot of people have figured out the magic of when they spawn and what conditions. But, you know, if you just like running around, like the first day when the, I got the pasture open, there was a black sheep. It was an ornery, I forget what the name of it was. And I captured it with the net, and I was like, "Great, put it in the pasture." Come to find out, it's rare. I had no idea. 
Like it just happened to be up, captured it, put it in the put it in the pasture. Um if you don't forget you can also visit um other, other people's your, islands. Yep. Other people's islands. You know, you, you you know, you do yeah, have permissions one. on there to say one or the other. Oh, there we go. Yeah. Uh, but you can also you can set permissions on you know, your friends or people in the free company. So you're in the AI free company. You can say, hey, you know, guys, come on in. Let's have, you know, let's have a big uh, party uh, you know, with with all my sheep. You know, exactly. You know, we all, we oh, hang, hey, phrasing. Yeah. There's the windmill. Oh. <laughs> yep. But it's it's fun. And the thing is, I think this is one of the best this is a really well done version of this type of sandbox creative build spaces because everything's like oh i need to go get more of this well what's nice is it's not like as you as you progress the gathering nodes are always the same but you build a different tool and that's the other nice thing is you don't have to remember to switch tools. They just, as long as you have them, they work. So if you want to mine stone, yep. you mine stone. If you want to, you know, cut a tree, you cut a tree. You right. don't have to switch tools to to do something. If you're in gather mode, you can gather you anything. Yeah. And, and as you, you get better tools, you get more stuff from that node. So initially mm-hmm. from okay. the dirt pile, you only get sand. And then as you get a better shovel, now you get sand and I forget what the, the next level up is. Clay. Um, tin, tin, it was tin, tin, tin of sand or something like that. Yeah. yeah. And so it's just, it, it just flows. It It's like I spent this morning in between doing real life stuff. Um, I had a list hang on the cats on it. <laughs> nope. Oh, figure nope. Yep. Well, nope. I mean, something else I like about this, oh, if you want to build a windmill or something like that, or right. yeah, whatever you just built, you get all, everything you need is on the Island. Yeah, exactly. You, don't have, you won't have to go out there and kill the dragon of, uh, you know, dragon of mythical thing in the boss right. that you need eighty people for, and grind right. away and light for six, uh, six to eight days straight to get the uh, get the chance to roll at the one little whisker you need to build the, th- the thing. It's it's only in the damn island. So they don't yeah. they don't put up they don't put barriers into your fun there. No, the but the you, barrier you is you have, have to go need. out and collect stuff. Like I had four buildings that I wanted to upgrade. Mm-hmm. So literally, barriers. yeah, literally, I just have a list of. Here's what I need times four. And the other thing is because you've got typically your workshop sending stuff out, the the only catch, and I, it took me a moment to, to remember it, is when you put the workshop orders in, it does not take those items out of your inventory until it comes time to actually make the items. So there's a button called uh, Materia List. And it'll basically say, this is what you've got scheduled in the workshop, and this is what you have, and this is what you need. And it'll show you if there's a deficit of, like, a missing item. Um, Yeah, that one. And then current. Oh, you don't have anything. There you go. Yeah, and it'll show you a deficit. So, like, I was upgrading buildings, and then I realized, oh, I just interrupted what was going to be done in the workshop. So I had to real quick go out and gather stuff to make sure I had enough to fill the work order. Um, you know, I, it'd be nice if it took it out of your inventory, but then the problem is 
you can schedule stuff like based on I'm going to get this item from the animals in my pasture tomorrow. So I know as soon as I harvest it, the work order can go out, you know, um, so otherwise you wouldn't be able to schedule the work order. So it's Mm -hmm. interesting how they've solved some of these solutions. And the other thing I love is like, if you're farming an area, there's no time on the respawn. Once you hit that item, you go harvest ten anything else, any ten other items, that node will respawn, and you can do it again. So you can just build little loops to go in a you know in a circle or whatever pattern you want to use to go gather stuff. Like if you're just farming up palm trees, you go, oh, I know where there are four palm trees. You hit the four palm trees, then go hit six other nodes, come back, the four palm trees are ready for harvesting again. It's it's slick. Very cool. Well thought out. Yeah. It's a well thought out game system and it's um there's a lot to it. Yeah. But it's you're not you don't feel you don't feel pressured. overwhelmed. Yeah. yeah I mean it's... the worst you might get is, you know, you might see someone on Reddit have something that you want and then you of course you'll have, you know, some uh, some internet dweeb that says you didn't follow the island meta. Yeah. Whatever. There's no such thing. Yeah. <laughs> you know, this is it. This is there's no, there's no skill checks. This, no, exactly. this is it. That's the other thing. There's no, up. there's no leveling up your skills to be able to do something. You can do it. Right. And if you w- need the next level, you just have to level up your, your island to the next level through doing your daily activities and selling stuff and gathering stuff. And oh, it look, just my happens. My palm trees are back. Yeah. See? So it's a lot of fun. It's, it's a very good time investment. Um, there's little quirks like everything else, but you get used to them. It's part of the charm. Um, you know, you have to remember that when you go hit an apple tree, you get an apple and a vine, not an apple and a branch, you know, well, you and, the- and, and the vine is the most valuable thing oh, on this Island. Honestly, a hundred percent. The <laughs> copper was driving me crazy. Cause I ran out of copper so many times and it's on the far edge mm-hmm. of, of where you spawn in from. So I'm constantly like, ah, I got to go do a copper farm. Now I have enough copper. I think I, I ran out on the last building. I had like four copper and I needed five. And so I had to run and go get one copper node, but right. You know, it works. It's fun. It's just a relaxing game in an MMO that you can show off your progress to your friends, to your guild mates, you know, and there's no pressure. And you just get sucked into, I'm just working towards this one goal, and all of a sudden two hours have passed because you followed it down the rabbit hole. Right, um, right. I mean, I mean it, look how, to show you how easy this game is, I, my HUD is off now. Yeah, exactly. And I'm still right. able to do everything. Yeah. And it's it. one, and you, you walk up to a node, it's one click, one whack. Yeah, Not exactly. Like, I mean, Not the... Oh, and then it goes into your inventory everything goes into the island inventory so it's it's great it's easy you show the can you show the island the inventory real quick just for people that haven't seen it yeah so if you click on that it just basically there's your whole inventory it's all yep exactly for for everything and for those on the audio only here, it's really it brings up its own interface. It's tabbed at the top, and it just has a uh, a little picture of each item and a number of what you got. You know, it's very, nice. very simple to get to go there. Yeah, and the, and the nice thing on, is, on, if on you audio only, I don't know. Yeah, if you if you click that um, 
The third one over Mew, the gathering. No, the on the main menu, the third one. Yeah, like if you need, if you forget where something spawns, you can just click on it and it'll show you on the island. Here's where a, a group of them is. Once you've discovered it for the first time, so yeah. and then they're of course in more spots than that one spot. Right, but, but it's, it's, it's like it's, saying it gives you a place to start. Congre- congregation of you know. Look, there's palm trees here. Oh, exactly. Yeah, cool. All right. But yes, so cool. you've got you've got this in six two, you've got the new uh, the MSQ storyline. Um, they did not that- release the new tribal quest yet, right? Not yet. No. no. So let's so let's talk about what's going to be in six two five. Yes, okay. coming down the pipe. So uh, uh, as you uh, alluded to, there will be a new tribal quest out there. Um, we're not going to go into too many details because remember I said at the beginning, no MSQ spoilers. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it will be when you do get there. It will be for to help power level your gathering professions. Yep. So if you haven't maxed out your uh, your um, your mining, right. your botany, and or your fishing, your, uh, fishing um, here's a, a catch up mechanic on there. But it is very um, if it's anything like the previous ones, uh, it it is a you know. Go out there, do the stuff. Just get some great experience out of it. Yeah, and uh, go get some um, get a nice story out of it too. Um, so we're looking forward to that. Um, we're also going to get more Hildebrand. Love it or hate it, <laughs> love it. Um, I love it, but I do know some people that you know they they can't skip those cutscenes fast enough, and that's cool. You can yeah. do what you want. Um, but um, rumor has it that the um, the expansion relic quest line is going to be gated behind uh, the Hildebrand quests. Mm. It absolutely there, so. is. <laughs> well, yeah, we'll try to be coy around here, but uh, nope. Uh, so it, uh, yeah, get caught up on your uh, on your Hildebrand stuff. Um, there are some uh, there are some trials as, as part of the uh, and some really awesome trials actually um, that are part of the Hildebrand quest line. So um, you know, I would recommend doing them if you haven't done them. You do get some awesome dances and awesome emotes along with it. So. You know, I would give that a go. Um, so those are um, those are the, uh, the two big things there. Um, uh, oh, and also the dungeons that I forget what they're called. The Criterium. Yeah. Oh, it's, yeah. So there's, there's going to be two. There's going to be two of them. There's going to be a um, a multi-path dungeon you can go down that you can do solo or with your friends, and they can be done, you know, pretty casually. Any class also, doesn't matter if you're tank, healer, or DPS. Yeah. You just go in. Yeah, for that one. Yes. Then there's the challenge one, and this is what people are calling the Final Fantasy version of the the Mythic Dungeons. Yep. I don't think it's going to be like that, but it is supposed to be challenging four player content, which is something that we don't have a lot of right now. Yeah. You know, most of the four player content um, is you know not horribly difficult. No. Uh, you know, pe- depending on your your MMO experience. I mean, most of the people. The people on this, you know, most of the people listening are pro- are experienced MMO players, so they right. get through the dungeons pretty quickly. But um, this coming up here is going to be more challenging four-player content, and a lot, you know, we don't have a lot of details on, other than the fact that it that is pretty much going to be a single path, um, no NPCs, so you do have to go in as a group, and right. um, it's supposed to be challenging. Yep. So you will need a tank. You will need a healer. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. 
Cool. So you know, a, lot of pe- a lot of people are looking forward to that, myself included. I am very much looking forward to, even though I can't remember the name of it. Uh, awesome. Dungeons. Yeah. Fun. Yay. Yes. Exactly. Yay. More All fun right. to be had. And as always, don't forget we have map nights running on Saturday nights and then Sunday afternoons. Uh, and- Sunday afternoon. They happen about once every two weeks, roughly. Yep. But that is um, uh, non-next level. Essentially, right. so you know, that's right. if you want to Heaven's go to the War older maps. stuff and catch up on it. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Yeah, there's Heaven's War maps, um, Stormblood maps, Shadowbringer maps. Uh, you know, you know, yep. please pay attention to the Discord for details on that. Uh, but uh, you, just as a reminder, you don't have to bring a map to participate. Yep. Um, you know, sometimes we just need bodies. If you have a map, we're more than happy to do it. Right. And, you know, and we'll thank you very much for it. And just make sure it's a group ha- map, not a yes. It'll say eight yeah. players on it. Yeah, right. And um, if you're work, if you want to unlo- have the ability to farm up maps and you know grab a map, you can only grab once a- one a day. Uh, once you do have it unlocked, but the quest line to do that is over in Wineport, which is you know in base R- ARR. You can get to do that quest around level thirty something, thirty five, I believe. Yeah, is it for thirty five? Okay, I think cool. so. Um, it's it's not hard. It takes it's the course line takes around five minutes. It's really yeah. go here, talk to this person, and surprise, you're done. Yep, yep. Right. And then um, you can do the maps, and then very frequently, um, if you're doing your your little book, you know, your your blood book, um, your weekly book, um, that's a that's a sticker yep. on on there, and you don't have to complete the entire map, uh, the, you know, the bonus zone. To get the sticker, you get the sticker by walking into it, into that place. Good, okay. Right. So if you get get in, and then you get the boot on your first uh, on the first door, it still right. counts. Care, you, you still counts. So then you can go back in with your second chance points. When you, if you're doing a bunch of maps consecutively, you reset it. You do a couple more maps. So your next portal comes in. Boom! You got a second sticker, third sticker, Wait. fourth sticker. Oh, my my card is done. Yep. Great. Exactly. You know, between between this week's maps card. and some other. Uh, Crystalline conflicts. Um, I was able to get. Um, I was able to get a, a two line card this week, so I, I was very happy. Nice. Sure. Awesome. Cool. Yeah. Have, you, right. have you gotten a three line card? Have you no. ever gotten three lines on your card? Mm-hmm. No. Nope. Gotten close, but nope. Yeah. Two is the highest I've gotten. Yeah. yeah. That and the uh, and, and the and the and the uh, jumbo cack pot are. I think two are always going to escape me in this game. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, Abo, I think. Unless there's anything else, are we good? I mean, we could also talk about mm. you know the, the finer details of chokeboard racing. No, we're good. Uh, <laughs> All right, <laughs> that awesome. is going to be our show tonight. While the chat room begins suggesting show titles, we want to thank Abo, of course, for joining us as Yay, always. Thank, thank you, you, Abo. No problem. Glad to be here. Glad to have you. And if you have any questions or comments or want to know how to get your own island sanctuary, you can email us at podcast.aiguild.org at gmail.com. You can follow us at on Twitter. The show is at AIE Podcast. I am at the MuCow. Kala is at Cyberwaif. And Tetsemi is at Ivory Tiger. We record live a video every other Sunday at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific. You can join the chat room and play along with us at our website, which is aie-guild.org slash podcast-live-stream. And our Discord server for chat can be found at aie-guild.info slash Discord. For past episodes, you can see them on YouTube channel so you can see our smiling faces. Go to the youtube.com and look for the AIE podcast. 
Our theme was composed by the amazing Andrew Allen. Follow him at Keys with Soul or visit his website, andrewallenmusic.com. All right. And as alluded to, we're doing something special. In two weeks, we're going to do an Ask Us, Ask Us Almost Anything episode. We'll be answering questions from you, our wonderful listeners. Please feel free to submit questions via the AIE podcast channel or our email, podcast.aieguild.org at gmail.com. Um, I think if you have one for a specific person, you want another one of the hosts to ask it, please feel free to just contact one of us via Discord as well. Yep. Um, what do you want to do? Just ask us anything. Um, almost, almost anything. Almost anything. Almost anything. Family I'm friendly. Not giving you, I'm yes. not giving you my lemon bar recipe. That thing's a family secret. Right. Um, so until then, AIE. Abba. Oh, that's me? Oh, hi, I'm Abovan. <laughs> this is Ted Semi. <laughs> this is Mucow. This is Makala. And this has been the AIE Podcast. Part of the Frog Pants Network. Get more at frogpants.com.